0: So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER.
1: Hello and welcome to HAPPIER, a podcast about how to be, yes, you guessed it, HAPPIER, This week marks our third anniversary, so just as we did in episode 54, which was our first anniversary, and episode 106, which was our second anniversary, we're going to spend this episode talking about some highlights from the previous year. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and with me is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. Elizabeth, I think of all of our sisterly adventures throughout the years— this has been the most fun sisterly adventure.
0: I agree. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretz, you like to say the days are long, but the years are short. And three years have gone very fast. Yes. And I think, Elizabeth, we are very vain about the fact we've never missed an episode. We are I so know. awesome. I <laughs> know. I know. Good for us. Old stars for us.
1: Okay, Alyssa, so let's launch in and do a review of some of our most popular Try This at Home tips, some of our most popular happiness hacks, and some of our favorite moments that have happened over the last year. And, you know, Alyssa, a lot has happened in our personal lives in 2017.
0: Yeah, Gretch, for one, you know, the endless renovation (laughs) that I've been talking about, I think, since like our first episode is, um, is almost done. It's so close to being done and of course i'm making a pilot which is huge Huge. and then you know also huge is the fact that sarah and i launched happier in hollywood this year in march it seems like we've been doing it now forever it just feels like such a big part of our lives but we've only been doing it since march and here's the thing you've already passed one million
1: downloads so that is so exciting so wow yeah yes you you had a lot going on for me the four tendencies hit the shelves um my daughter eliza went to college that was a big family milestone yeah so we had big years
0: yeah so gretchen let's talk about some of our try this at home tips that have been most popular this year
1: well i think we have to say one that just happened i mean but people are going nuts is from episode 154 which is about wearing clothes how you and i are challenging ourselves to wear clothes every day for the month of february this is resonating so deeply with so many people. I thought this was just like our private pathology, but a lot of people feel the same yeah. way.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've we've been reading a lot of emails about yoga pants and the need to get out of yoga pants Yes, um, and tips for getting out of yoga pants. So we'll be doing a deep dive about that in the future.
1: Yeah, and another thing that I think really resonated with people um, and is still resonating, still a lot of discussion and ideas bubbling up for, about that, is when we discussed um, doing 18 for 2018. And this was, we, we brought it up in 149, and then we did a deep dive in 152 as people were doing their lists. But I think people seem, are really still extremely engaged in their lists. And it's so interesting to read what people are undertaking, how they're making progress, what the results of the progress are, even how they're visually presenting their list. It's just sort of endlessly fascinating.
0: Yeah, I mean, Gretch, that could be its own separate podcast. Is it? 18 for 18, oh 19 gosh. for 19, 20 for 20. Yes,
1: yes. I'm just uh, glad we're not,
0: it's not 20, you know, 45 for
1: 20, 45, because we're both, we're both still working hard, chipping away at our list, yes. But that's, a, mm. I would love that podcast.
0: Another really popular Try This at Home was episode 134. We did create a to list. And that's where instead of a to-do list, you write a to list about all the things you accomplished. And it's a real um, mood lifter.
1: See, now, here's an interesting thing. Like, I thought that was a fun idea. And I actually wrote a post about this. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes about all the different ways you can do to do lists. If you don't like a to do list, like you can have a to do list, you can have a TADA list, you can have a today list, you could have a could do list, you could have a might could list. All these work differently for different people. But I was surprised by how many people embrace the idea of the to-da list.
0: Yeah, that was great. I love reading people's to lists because it just is a little window into someone's life of what they accomplished in a day.
1: But it's also interesting that for many people, thinking about what they've already done really energizes them to do more. I don't mm-hmm. I for me that it would be sort of mildly fun and interesting, but it seems like for some people it's really like rocket fuel. Um, yes. So it's interesting to see that in action.
0: And then we got a lot of response from two reading-related episodes, which was, of course, gratifying to us since we love to read. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see that everybody wants to read more. Yeah, Yeah, episode 121, we talked about how to get more reading done, and it was just fun to see how engaged people were and how many people want to get more reading done, and we're really committed to that.
1: Yeah, and um, I'll remind you, if this is something that you're returning to or want to try, You can ask for this one pager that I created called Reading Better Than Before, which is about kind of strategies and habits for how to get more reading done. Because if that's something that you want to do, there's some tricks and tips. Um, My favorite one is don't finish a book that you don't like. Um, Mm, When I gave myself permission not to finish a book that was boring me, now I have a lot more time for the books that I like. But there's a whole page of suggestions. And then also, because I'm such a gigantic raving fan of children's literature and uh, young adult literature, and so are you, Elizabeth, we had the tried This at Home to consider reading children's literature in episode 132, and so many people have requested my list of my favorite works of children's literature and young adult literature, which is so gratifying to me because I love all mm. these books so much. I just want to push them on everybody. Um, mm. And the nice thing for me is a lot of people will look at the list and then they'll email me and say you didn't include this book but you should.
0: Mm, and sometimes I'm like you books, yeah. Yeah, and
1: sometimes I'm like, oh, I love that one too. It just didn't make the eighty one. But then sometimes I'm like, I've never read that book, so I've discovered a lot of great books from people who took a look at the list and realized there was a book um, that I didn't know about. So that has made that um, tried this home especially fun for me personally.
0: And then, Gretchen, another popular try this at home tip we had was in episode 116, which was start your own side hustle. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. We were inspired by the Side Hustle School podcast, which is the fabulous daily podcast that Chris Gillibo does, where he talks about how to get your own side hustle started. And so we got a lot of people writing to us, and, and kind of along the way, people are mentioning different issues related to their side hustle inspired by Side Hustle School and by that Try This At Home. And it's really fascinating to see what people are doing. There's so many forms of side hustles. It's really um, mind-boggling when you think of all the things that people are doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love, um, I just love the ways people make money. It's just fascinating. It is. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's, we're a very niche society. It's like, <laughs> if, if you're into it, someone else is too. There's a, you know. There's a there, place there's, for it. Yeah.
1: It's the beauty of the Internet. You can find those people and, yeah, keep your side hustle going. Um, Now, this was something where, for some reason, I found this particularly thrilling to see people's responses to it, which was our tried This at Home tip in 126, which was, Try to make use of an underused area of your home. Now, this is like very specific. It's one of those tried this at homes. So it's like maybe it doesn't even apply to you because maybe you don't have an underused area of your home. Like a lot of people don't. You know, a lot of especially right. here, especially here in New York City, it's like that is not the problem that many people mm-hmm. have. But what was so exciting was that for many people, and also people would send us photos, which made it particularly fun yeah. to get to actually see was that a lot of times you could find room for that yoga room or you could find a place. You could turn that kind of weird enclosed porch that nobody ever sat in into a cozy library that people went into all the time. That people really were able to transform their homes and like enliven their homes by finding an area that could be put to better use and sometimes you just sort of, you know, in the in the kind of chaos of everyday life, you just you're like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that walk-in closet situation right now. But then when you think, well, could I spend a day or an afternoon and sort of rearrange some stuff and then turn it into something really valuable? Well, then it's so exciting because you're the place that you already live is now more of a happiness booster because it's more suited to your needs. And uh, and you could just tell from the emails that we got, Elizabeth, that people were. Fired up, like it's exciting to like make your home nicer and um, yeah. kind of more useful.
0: Yeah, and I think the most popular, um, the most popular change seemed to be a little reading nook. Like, yes, it seems like back to the reading. It seems like a lot of people really upped their reading nook game. Yes, um, so that was fun to see.
1: Yeah, that was great. Now, t- turning to the happiness hacks, I love all our happiness <laughs> hacks, Elizabeth. <I> know. <laughs> They're all so fun and so like so full of promise. The one that is like one of the most important happiness hacks in my life, I was very glad to see that many people found it useful too, is this, and I just used this yesterday because I was traveling and I was getting, Mm. uh, always look behind you when you leave, when you get out of a car, when you get out of an airplane seat, when you get out of a restaurant, when you get up out of it, you know, anytime you're leaving, just take a second and look behind you. and. I found a scarf, I found a hat, I found like uh, an almo- a wrapper from some almonds that I'd been eating that had fallen onto the floor and just created all this litter. So always look behind you. That's episode 119.
0: Yes. I've saved Adam's phone many a time <laughs> by looking behind Ooh, me in a That's restaurant. high stakes. Yes. Now, one I loved, Gretch, was a happiness hack from episode 114, which was buy spices when you travel. Yes. It was sort of a good souvenir that doesn't take up a lot of room and also, um, you know, reminds you of your travels when you're using the spices. And, of course, I especially love this hack because... We've been talking about spices on Happier in Hollywood. In episode 38, we have a whole segment about how spices can improve your health and they're just an easy way to improve your health. So, I'm all about the spices these days. You wouldn't even recognize. Them, <laughs>
1: Um, well, and it's again that's sort
0: of we we have a
1: lot of travel hacks, and I think this is a really good travel hack. Another travel hack is to use a Ziploc bag instead of a toiletry bag, which we discussed in episode one twenty four, because it's clear, it's reusable, it's light. If it gets torn or really messy, you can easily replace it. It doesn't take up much space. People really seemed to like that, and people had a lot of additional ideas about how you could use uh, Ziploc bags when you were traveling to solve certain problems, so that was a fun one.
0: What I can also attest to, Gretch, is that you use a Ziploc bag for your toiletries when you travel, and the funny thing is, you will use the same one for years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a, it, it's not. It is not.
1: It's not a crisp and it's clean a Ziploc bag.
0: Very battered <laughs> Ziploc. It doesn't bag. close anymore
1: either, but everything just <laughs> seems to stay in there. Yeah, it's very battered. Yeah, we're not saying get a new one every time. They will last for years.
0: And then another really fun one, Gretch, back to our theme of reading more, is to form a two person book group, which I think is genius. <laughs> I and I can't believe that this isn't a thing. Like, yeah. of course, the perfect book group really is two people because that's sort of, you know, who you can wrangle to actually get to <laughs> read a book and meet and talk. Yeah, yeah that was episode 122.
1: And, um, Sometimes people are like, oh, it's, you know, it has to be 10 people to be a group. It's like, no, you just need two people and a book that you both want to talk about. I think it's a great idea. It's a great way to keep up a friendship, too. Um, yeah. gives you something to talk about. It gives you a reason to get together. Um, it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. And an idea that I talked about all the way back in the Happiness Project, and we made it into a specific hack in episode 133 was to use a file box for mementos. And this is a way that I organized my daughter's mementos where I got like a very mm. n- nice file box, you know, one of those like banker's boxes, but a nice one, not just a cardboard one. And then I made a file folder for every year of theirs. And then that's where I put in like birthday card invitations, the school photo, like if they do a really exceptional piece of work, schoolwork, work. Um, our family Valentine's card, anything like that, um, I put in there and it's so satisfying. It's very organized. It doesn't take up much space. Then I know what to do. Like, what do you do with the class photo? I don't know. So it's like put it yes. in Yes. And people will often say, what is the box that you use? Now, you can use any file box that you want, but if you want to know what is the file box that I actually used, I will put a link to it in the show notes. Um, but there's nothing special to it. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a good system And if you want to see it, I put it in a video. I did a little video about it. So if you want to actually see how I've done Mm. it, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well.
0: Oh, I want to see that. Gretch, I got a happiness hack from Adam in episode 152, which was an app called Flick, F-L-I-C, that people are loving. I mean, we have gotten so many emails of people who says Flick has changed their lives. And it doesn't seem like something you even Mm -hmm. need, but it's a way of getting rid of photos so on your fast. phone so fast and then sort of you can also favorite other photos so, which helps you know sort of organize the ones you really love so anyway flick um people are It's loving. one of those
1: things where you're like when you told me about it i'm like i don't see how this is going to save me any time and then i used it for one second i'm like oh my gosh this is going to change my life
0: yeah it's the tinder of, <laughs> uh you know organizing photos because you swipe left or right to save or get rid of photos. And it's just a great thing to do like in line, you know, at the grocery yeah, store yeah. or something because, you know, it's just sort of it's, it's productive yes, and mindless yes. at the and same it's sort time. Of, and
1: then you're looking back at your photos, so it's sort of pleasant, too. Yeah. Um, and then the final happiness hack uh, that seemed to really resonate with people particularly was this question that we discussed in 142. So it was something that came up in Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Committed, and she said that she found that it was very helpful when she was in a difficult situation to say to somebody – What would you do if you were in my situation? And that often that would unlock people's ideas or suggestions in a way that otherwise sort of didn't come out in conversation. Kind of strangely. You're like, why wouldn't they have said this before? And like, for instance, we got an email from someone. Now I I can't remember her name, unfortunately. But she was saying how she was at the doctor with her elderly mother. And they were talking Mm. about some procedure, some medical decision that had to be made, which, of course, is always very stressful. And she said to the doctor, well, what would you do if you were in our situation? And she said he totally changed, that he sat down and mm. it was like really thought about it in a different way. And I just think it's, it's funny how sometimes people who have expertise or experience, they give, they give advice one way when they're giving it to you. But when you say, well, what would you do, it kind of unleashes a different part of their brain. And that can often be useful information. So it's a good question to ask. And people had good success with it.
0: And it's a personal appeal, and people often respond to personal appeals. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Gretch, coming up, we're going to talk about some of our favorite moments of the year. But first, a little break.
1: And hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview.
0: Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hello? Hey, it's me. Hey, what's going on? Hey, I'm at work. Um, I just had some downtime before Sarah got here, so I figured I'd check in. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you're calling me now when you're driving. Gretchen, that was the beginning of our unplugged episode <laughs> 150, our very special episode <laughs> 150, um, where we just recorded ourselves talking on the phone to each other.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, People... Are very interested in our sisterly relationship, so we thought, okay, we're just gonna record it and let it fly um, as a regular conversation, and um, we had so much fun we doing did. it. That
0: that was my favorite moment, probably, just because it did seem just so different.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good time capsule too. Like in twenty years, we'll go back and listen to it, and we'll be like, oh, that's what we were talking about then. Yeah. One of my other favorite moments was when we interviewed the legendary the brilliant the genius cartoonist and writer Roz Chast in episode 149 we are such gigantic fans of Roz Chast in my household yes but she had a very out of the box tried this at home suggestions I don't think either of us saw this coming which was to play the ukulele um, yes. and I have to say she got me so fired up about the ukulele I bought one for Eliza at college and one for Eleanor And I keep saying that I'm going to learn how to play the ukulele myself. We will see if that will happen. But it's just such a cheery, fun, manageable instrument. And Roz Chast made such a good case for it. It made me um, inspired.
0: Yeah, she has the ukulele passion. She
1: does. (laughs) She does. And she's in a (laughs) ukulele band, too. Yeah.
0: And, Gret, of course, one of our favorite moments of the year was when we had Bring Your Sister to Work Day, (laughs) and you visited me at the Disney lot in episode 137.
1: Yeah, that was so much fun. You showed me all the hidden Mickeys around the lot, and we... Saw the building that had that where the pillars are held up by the seven
0: dwarves. Lightens. And I showed you the hair salon <laughs> where you know we had to try this at home this year, which was pick something for convenience. Yes. Yeah, make it more convenient. And I had, I had made getting my hair cut more convenient. So I showed you the <laughs> Hyperion Salon on the Disney lot.
1: And of course, I got to see the treadmill desks of Liz and Sarah, made famous from the segment from the treadmill desks of Liz and Sarah in Happier in Hollywood. And I got to see you both like. Fired up on the treadmill, desk. so yeah, that was tons of fun, you know. And another favorite moment was the question about the woman who had the in-laws who were creating clutter. She and her husband were minimalists, mm. so they had a lot of empty space um, in their in their house, and their in-laws were taking advantage of this by saying like, "Oh, you have plenty of room for this." used shower caddy and this pair of rollerblades. It was sort of how do you handle that? And what was so fascinating about that was such an interesting question, an interesting um, dilemma, but then also the varieties of response that people had to it. It was, just, it was just a really, really thought-provoking, compelling question because you just realize all the different ways that people can think of to handle a, situa- a tricky situation like that.
0: Yeah. And once again, Gretchen, it's so nice how our listeners really step up to yeah. provide solutions to the things they hear about on the show. Um, and a lot of times, I think, you know, they, and a lot of times they have things we never would have thought of. Oh, oh, a hundred
1: percent. Things we would, yeah, that were totally out of the box for us. But then once you read them, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a really good suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> that was episode 147, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that.
0: Crutch, Another favorite moment I had was in episode 146 when um, our Try This at Home was introduced a note of whimsy. (laughs) And one of my favorite moments was I got to play, you know, I collect buttons that say funny things, like little things you press on, and I got to play one. Oh, let's hear Um, it. Let's hear it again. I'll do it again. That was easy.
1: Yes, that's what you need these days as you're you're tackling your pilot. Just keep hitting that button and trying to convince that's yourself. Right. That was easy. Um, another, Elizabeth, um, a, a moment of triumph for you, I think, was when you grilled. Uh, that was episode 139. This is something yes. that you've been truly talking about, I don't know, for years. And then you got a grill as part of your renovation. I was like, oh, what are the chances that Elizabeth is actually going to grill? But you and Adam and Jack did grill, and you loved it. So that was huge. Yeah, I mean,
0: I— I have to say Adam grilled. I did not grill, but, um, but it counts. Yes. You know, I was there.
1: You ate food that had been grilled on the premises of your own home.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) That counts. Uh
0: And then another favorite Gretchen was all of the amazing advice that you got about Eliza going off to college.
1: Yeah, this was really, really helpful because we introduced it in episode one twenty two, and then we did a deep dive in one twenty five. And I cannot even say how much of this advice I used. Some of which was very practical, like get stuff to store things under her bed, um, or like don't buy too much because you don't know what you'll actually need until you get there. And then to the things that were much more transcendent, and um, like mm. one of the ones that was so was re- that I've thought about so much is like it's an end but it's also a beginning and really embrace this chapter of your lives as a family and like you know don't don't always look back but think well this is its new its own new thing that was really really helpful And a lot of the advice was aimed at Eliza, and she found a lot of the advice helpful for her to make that transition. It was a lot of people, especially younger people. It was interesting. It was people who are in their 20s or recent graduates that had a lot of really helpful advice for her. Um, She spent a lot of time kind of going through it. And I think, I mean, judging from the way that she's behaved in college, I think she took a lot Hmm. of it to heart. So it was great that so many listeners gave us such great advice to help manage a major transition for her and for our whole family.
0: Yes. One of my other favorites from this year of the podcast, uh, write a haiku. <laughs> yes. Everybody's haikus that would just stream in and are still coming in. Yeah, to the um,
1: hashtag happier podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that was episode 117.
0: So we said we had for this occasion of our third anniversary, <laughs> we each had to write a haiku. Okay, so here's my haiku. Okay. Has it been three years?
1: Seems both longer and shorter. Days long but years short.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah, okay, what's yours? Okay, mine is three years and still true. The evil donut bringer haunts my days at work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, the evil donut bringer. Well, the evil donut bringer. We have been talking about that since the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Um, in an episode 138 in Elsewhere, those are other favorite moments. People have been suggesting... If you want to show that good office spirit, but you do not want to be the evil donut bringer, what are some other things, whether that is a set of word magnets or uh, sea monkeys? We love getting these suggestions. People are so imaginative. But, Elizabeth, I think that we have to acknowledge that many people disagree with the very premise of the evil donut bringer, and they do not think that it is – they think it's fine to bring in the donuts.
0: And Gretchen, this is a controversy that's going to be ongoing because I am never backing down from my stance about the evil donut bringer. So we will continue. The year four, we'll probably be mentioning the evil donut bringer again. Well, one of the things that was happiness
1: boosting about this third anniversary episode, Elizabeth, was just how fun it was to look back over the year. There were so many things that I'd forgotten about that I loved, that were so fun, that were so exciting. Um, It really made me happy just to think back on so many highlights.
0: Yes, and to remember so many good hacks. Yes, yes. Coming up, we've got a big gold star after this break. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.
1: Okay. It's time for demerits and gold stars, but let's just, this week, we're just
0: going to, in honor of our anniversary, we're going to go gold star only. That's right. And it's a big fat gold star to all of our listeners not only for listening, which is of course most yeah. <laughs> biggest gold yeah. star just for listening, but for writing in, for calling in, for giving us so much great material, so many good ideas to share. It's it's just overwhelming.
1: Yeah. We love reading the posts under the hashtag happier podcast. We just love it's love seeing what everybody is doing. And I want to give another gold star for everyone who rated and reviewed the podcast. So we talked about this in episode 126 and 153. We described how to rate, review, and subscribe for people who didn't know how. And Elizabeth, I have to say somebody recently said, you guys sounded like it was like the onion or something because Mm. it sounded so complicated. (laughs) And I was like, we were trying to make it as easy as possible. If you don't know how to do it, it's, it's not that straightforward. But once you know what to do as always, with everything. Once you know what to do, it's easy. But until you know what to do, um, it can sound a little confusing. But so many people did it. And that really does help us. It really does boost the show. So a gold star for that as well.
0: Yeah. And then, Gretch, we have to give a gold star to our advertisers. Uh, You know, their support means everyone can listen to the podcast for free. Yeah. And that's so important to us. Yeah.
1: We want everybody to just be able to listen uh, for free.
0: And that's it for this episode of Happier. Thanks for
1: listening. It has been such a fun three years.
0: Big thanks to our producer, Odelia Rubin. Also thanks to Kristen Meinzer and Andy Bowers of Panoply. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at gretchenrubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com.
1: And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend, as always, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, now, as we were going through the anniversary episode, I mentioned some uh, resources that people most often requested, and I will put all those links uh, in the show notes for this episode. It's episode 157. Um, also, people, many people have requested the checklist for habit change, which we discussed in episode 148. I'll put a link to that. And you can request that. Also, the moment of happiness, which is my daily newsletter that has a happiness quotation in it. And again, you can email me and request it, or I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can get it.
0: Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us
1: Onward and Upward.
0: Oh, Gretchen, by the way, I had one more haiku if you want to hear it.
1: Oh, I want to.
0: Three years of talking and the title speaks the truth. I am happier.
1: Oh,
0: sweet, right? Yes. But I just I went with the evil donut bringer. <laughs> Grutch, I know from my own experience that baby making is not always simple. There is a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And when you want to conceive, there can be a lack of understanding and resources. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from reproductive health to uh, ovulation tracking to conception aid.
1: Frida is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. Frida products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. This is Baby Making Simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, at Target, and select CVS stores near you. That's Frida Fertility, F-R-I-D-A, Frida Fertility.